1: You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. A little uh, warmer this a little warmer this morning than it was last week.
2: Or last night. It's chilly I last night. I think warmer
3: than last night. Did oh, I, see, I didn't go out last night. Yeah, nor did you didn't I. have to lock up your chickens? No, <laughs>
1: no. I did
3: not. I lock up my chickens, and it was cold, and I was worried about my, what was I worried about, do you uh, think? Uh, potatoes. My potatoes. obviously. And I what thought, else do
2: you care about?
3: <laughs> my peas, but oh. I wasn't worried about them getting cold. But my potatoes, I thought, nah, it's too much work, I'm not going to cover them. So I didn't cover them.
2: And you didn't have a frost. So and then, then this frost.
3: morning when I got up, it was drizzly, it was overcast, and it was warmer than when I went to bed, which I like.
1: It okay yeah, it okay with was that? it wasn't drizzly at my house. It was there was, was moisture, there was moisture, but there yeah. was some there was some fog and a little misty, but it wasn't, mist. It wasn't, okay, well, it, it wasn't bad, but over but when we got over here. Supposed to, was, we're
4: supposed to be getting rain next week, right? After the yeah.
1: this drizzle continues to build for a couple of days, okay. Okay. and
2: it's a colder front, right? Yeah,
1: it's. Well, well, they were saying the snow snow level was going to drop down to three thousand feet. Yes, It's going to be, gonna wow. start, gonna be okay. colder here. Yeah.
3: It's going to start at over four thousand on Tuesday night if things go according to plan and drop on Wednesday. But still, three thousand feet. Well, you now, know, it's down at twenty five hundred. Then I start worrying. But it's supposed to be cool. They're talking about it not getting up over sixty degrees in the middle of the week. Okay, uh,
4: and uh, that's cool. We're supposed to get rain like a couple days or
3: uh, Tuesday night into Thursday. They don't know how long it's going to linger. I got you. You know, like when David hangs out, gonna, you just don't know how long me, he's going to going linger. There, yeah, that's what they're thinking about this storm. Yeah, is he ever going to go home? <laughs> just don't feed him.
2: <laughs> but but do feed your plants with of the course. rain. Yes.
4: Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's a good, that's an excellent point too. Throw, stuff some, throw, throw yeah. some fertilizer. Yeah. If you didn't
2: get down, it out no last week you, with that rain. Yeah.
3: That's a very good idea. I should go over and feed mom's trees. This week.
2: Monday. Good. I, I fed most things. I think I'm gonna get some of the soil conditioner that we were talking about yesterday. I haven't put any out this season yet. The
1: Grow Power? The Grow Power, yeah. I've never used that.
2: I've used it a I, lot in the past. Back yes. when it used to be the big brown bag where it said organic yes. on it before yes. they had the fight with California. It's still the same ingredients.
3: Yes. The the bag formerly known as the artist formerly known as the as all organic soil conditioner is now just known as Grow power so, soil conditioner. Yeah, I remember yeah. when that fight began. Just telling him it went on for what it, it went on a for year, a year, year and a half, yeah. and supposedly they had the science on their side. But who's going to win? And we couldn't sell we've, it for a year because we've of that.
4: Heard a lot about science lately, so yeah, we know how that works. <laughs> it's, it's, it depends what science you want to use.
3: That is correct. I'm glad we have it back, and I'm not sure which portions of the. Uh, Humus, humic acid, and Norwegian sea kelp, kelp is, is not, not organic. Organic, yes. But that's what's in the bag.
1: It's a great product. Yeah, great saw, catalyst. I know we saw quite a bit of it. Yeah, we do. Yeah.
2: Well, so, you know, when I when I first started working here some years back, David had done a little experiment that in that June or July where you threw a small June. a small segment of it down on in, in a section of your yard. A small amount on a section of your yard with with no fertilizers and just watered. And within, what, 10 days or so, it It, just turned dark green?
3: It was a year, quite a few years ago, when we were expecting an El Nino winter. It was supposed to be really wet. And so I shut off all my sprinklers, and we didn't get any rain after late January or early February. And this was my front lawn, primarily Bermuda, in June after having received no water. And it was dormant. It looked dead, but it was dormant. So I mowed it. And I threw down some Grow Power soil conditioner in this one. Actually, I put it in two little test areas, and then I flipped on the sprinklers. And it was eleven days later that I snapped the second picture. And a marked
2: difference between the two. Yeah,
3: everywhere the grass was starting to grow again. It was lightly green everywhere, but where the Grow Power soil conditioner was, the grass was two or three times the height. It was thicker. The whole thing it and just accelerated. Darker,
2: yeah, it really dark green, like a healthy lawn. It
3: accelerated for the growth, being a Bermuda. Hence, a soil catalyst. It just makes good things happen in the soil.
1: Which grow power in general tends, Does.
3: To, tends to do. Correct. Well, so. that's, that's what the soil conditioner is it is a concentrate of what makes grow power fertilizers better. It's not a fertilizer because it doesn't have a NPK, the nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium uh, label on it, but it's what makes everything work
2: it does have minerals with the uh, with the um kelp kelp in it. So yeah you do get some uh, some and some good and stuff. enzymes from the right.
3: kelp as well but it's just it's making it's encouraging things to happen in the soil, which is what you it's
4: want the along. david Ross of encouraging uh, uh, <laughs> coaching
2: uh, uh, coaching uh, the microbes yes. is what it does yes, yeah, he, yeah enables the microbes he's just encouraging and enabling it's
4: encouraging
3: Get your tongue out of your cheek, Mr. Mahady. Mm -hmm. I don't think you really meant that as you said it. Oh, no, I did. But that brings you back, since we're circling back back back. to taking care of the soil. I let it dry out, which was not good for it, but then the beneficial organisms begin to to die out, the worms die, and maintaining the soil and keeping it happy will help to keep all your plants happy. And there's feeding going on as organic matter breaks down. You encourage the biologics, the, the beneficial organisms, to do their job.
2: What, what do we call that? I remember from our thing.
3: Microbial activity. The
2: microbial activity. That's a great phrase.
3: It is. Sure, we, were, we were refilming yesterday the the segment for the, oh, for st- the Master, Gardener. Master Gardener seminars. And George's word, mine is obviously translaminar. But George's, and he took it. He used translaminar on, on the recording yesterday. So yeah, we're gonna dub it over though. But, get it but fixed. George's big word is a uh, phrase is microbial activity, and there was another one too.
2: Well, we did the antimicrobial peptide.
3: No, there was another microbial or.
2: Oh, we we spoke of a, mi- a microbial insecticide. What with spinosad? Yeah, Captain he
3: He's he's big on the mic microbial. <laughs>
4: what well, did you have to film it? Uh, Over for?
3: Uh, There was too much ambient noise from the traffic going around, and we didn't have a good...
2: And we didn't look good.
3: ...speakers. Oh, don't speak for yourself. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I didn't have a hat on so you could see my bald head, so we had to cover that the second time around. Too much ambient noise. We did it outside on the patio, and the truck's going by... And we didn't have a microphone up close, so it was yeah. As they were trying,
2: it it we it went well when we did it, but as they edited, it just there was too much noise. So yesterday we started a little bit earlier, and it worked really. And in a different location, it worked really well.
3: And did it inside.
2: Okay,
3: I think we conveyed a message. Oh, I'm sure you did. And they said they had a significant number of people have already signed up, more than last year for the in person. And if you sign up for the Master Gardener Show. Uh, presentations. Uh, it's one entry and registration fee, and then you'll have access to all of the seminars it's online for of them too, for I a, think, for a week. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. If it works out, it's kind of a neat way to to do it because you can
2: It can increase the audience significantly.
3: Yeah. It, when we do it in person, you have to choose: you want to go to this or go to that because they're all happening at the same time. If you do it online, then you can um, you can watch them all at your leisure. So yeah, what is, you'll, you'll the, learn
2: a lot.
1: Master Gardener seminars. Do you... well,
2: I think we posted it previously when but I'll, I'll make sure we get it on our Facebook page.
1: I think it, 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 it we I think we yeah, I did post the link when I right. Yeah. last but, week, we're, but we're, we'll, we'll, we'll refresh. Do it again. It, right. It matter? Well, you know Melanie may have actually done that cuz I know she got a, she posted a picture. She posted a
2: picture but she didn't put the link on this Okay. One. But we'll, we'll we'll make sure it's make out sure there. Link's, yeah. on,
1: links up there.
3: It'll give you the information of where to look for the link. And anybody that's going to watch seminars online should be able to find the link.
1: Absolutely, you would think so. You would think so. Um, anyway, we'll, um, back to the back to the weather next week. May, if we if the rain does materialize, uh, keep an eye on your sprinklers. Turn them off if um, we get a significant amount of rain. We actually got a going to say lot, we got a lot more rain out of that last storm than I expected. Yeah, I they was should be expected. off anyway. I was yeah. shocked by that. Yeah, how much rain came down? It rained all day in Poway. Yeah, I mean, all day. We didn't and
4: then, have, and we had rain in, in San Diego, but it wasn't. I mean, it was kind of spotty. Uh, but I mean, by my house, I think we had a we really had good ro- Roads closed. I mean, it was crazy. I, well,
1: you got that picture from, you got that picture from Tom. It was said, Tom from Southland sent. David a picture that a friend of his sent to him and it said uh Scripps Poway Parkway and it looked like white Christmas I mean it was it was, yeah. com- it was hailed covered over covered in hail
3: and I'm pretty sure I know when it happened because we were standing out on the patio I have video of it it was poured for probably an hour but we must have been just outside of the
4: the hail zone, the hail zone yeah
1: but there was thunder and lightning uh, yeah I saw
4: that I heard I heard the well I saw the uh, lightning and heard the thunder but but it was uh yeah, it wasn't that bad in Sandy. I mean, at least at the Point Loma I'd, store, it didn't seem that bad.
3: I don't think we had as much rain in the mm-hmm. southeast portion of the county as we did at the nursery because I was happy when I got home to find my trash cans. It was trash day. Oh, they still, still in there? my driveway. They didn't float away? We yeah. have. I have come home to find mine or my neighbor's cans, you know, all the way down the street because the water comes down the gutter, picks up the cans, and takes them. There was a bunch of debris caught under them, but it wasn't enough to wash them away, so...
1: That was fortunate, yes. Well, that morning, that must have been. Was it uh was it Wednesday? Yes. It, yeah, it was Wednesday. Like I got a, I got a call from my from my pool guy, asking me, telling me I need to put water in the pool. So that worked out really. Well. Yes. <laughs> so you waited and let nature take I its just, course. Just so let it go. That goes back to your sprinklers.
3: Regardless of what happens this week, probably. Should have them all. You can shut off your sprinklers now anyway from just what we got. And then if we get more, you can leave them off even longer.
2: Absolutely.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It,
3: For probably, things that were I, pro- I probably down. should
1: have shut mine off on Wednesday. Yes, you probably you should, should have.
3: have. Yeah. Alas, I you you should have, oughta, coulda. Didn't you listen to the guys on the radio? Yeah, no.
2: Or even on the Wednesday Wisdom, which said turn off your sprinklers, essentially.
3: Yeah. i I did not have damage from this storm but I did notice the there was an opening in my avocado tree. I just oh. noticed a little extra light and I'm like why is that there like that and then Man, I it's gone. it was one of the seedlings and it had weakened under all of the fruit that it had on it and it had bent over and it was arched and down to where I could get the fruit so I thought huh, this is great didn't do anything. It didn't take any of the fruit off, and as the fruit got ma- more mature and stronger, it just snapped the tree in two.
1: So, oh, that's so sad.
3: It's it's very sad, very very sad. But on a positive note, later this week, you'll I may I may bring some avocados <laughs> to my friends. So, very good. if you How get avocados, us? you'll know who you are, and if you don't, <laughs> you'll know who you where you sit, where you stand, and that that's a the seedling one one of the two seedlings
1: that one that 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 avocado you gave me last week was that was really that was a very good avocado yeah i'm wondering if i should
3: name it and market it
1: the the thin was the skin was so thin though i mean it was like paper thin but i'm still able
3: i usually sit i'm too lazy to scoop and make guacamole so i just cut them in half and i did did the same thing but the skin is strong enough to do that
1: well that's Melanie cut it up and put it into a into a salad so I didn't see how strong the skin was but uh but it was it was a very good the quality of that was really I was I was surprised for a seedling I thought it was, I, it was very good.
3: I wonder if he's saying that because he thinks that or cuz now he thinks he's going to get more avocados from that seedling. I, I, I was going to support Both.
2: that. I, I actually think it was a very good one as All right. well. Mark I, was I have, told I have it was not. Good. You, Mark was told You don't eat avocados?
4: No, typically no.
3: I got you. Texture
2: I
4: don't know. It's green and it's good for you. Yeah, it's good for you. Yeah, I mean, if it was mixed with you know, sour cream and all that stuff, yeah.
3: I'll bring you guys some avocados. Okay. I have a crate of them, and it's just half the tree. The other half is still there, but because it's a seedling, broke off. The other half, no, um, it was kind of a tuning fork. Oh. This is one side of the tuning fork, but the other side, I have to get to the top of my twelve-foot ladder and extend my twelve-foot. Avocado picker to get to the tree. They grow oh, straight strange. up. Yeah. it's
1: it should be grafting. Yeah, Let's how, start how, making how old, those. How old was it when it produced? I,
3: this is probably the third or fourth year it's produced. The trunk, the trunks are, there's two of them. Uh, one produces slightly larger fruit, but there's two of them. Their trunks are about probably 10, 12 inches in diameter. Oh, my
2: word. Well, how many years from seed
3: uh,
1: to roughly?
3: I would guess somewhere between... 8 and 10 now.
1: Okay. okay, so it did take a while. It did. It so. did. It
3: took them a long time, and they've grown up, and I'm I'm kind of mad at myself because they've taken over half of my hostry. They've displaced it because oh, no. they grew up under it.
1: But to learn more about it, you'll have to stay tuned. We're gonna, if you want to give us a call, at 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this.
0: Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 1170 Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. But no one
5: recognized me. Well, you see you can't please everyone so you got to please
1: yourself and we're back with more garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahadi and George Allman. Uh,
3: that should be one of life's lessons that Ricky was just telling everybody What's that If you can't you, you can't please everyone you just got to please yourself Keep that yeah. in mind
1: I'll do that Okay uh for those of you that are interested in getting a spring vegetable garden going now is the time to start thinking about it and doing it uh we've actually we've i'm actually surprised at how good the availability is right now and it's it's still pretty it's still early uh, if
3: it, <laughs> if we have a cool wet if week, if if if, if, <laughs> if, if,
1: it, if it gets cold next week it it could cause problems if if you don't take precautions but uh man, it's uh it's hitting the ground running this this season. Um, You're not kidding. It's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And and the stuff that's available is the stuff that's available is incredible. I was I was walking through the uh, receiving department um, earlier this week, and it I mean we're we're packed with uh we're we're we ca- are. we're packed with stuff where it's, it's
3: they're moving it's, it out as quickly as they can and more just keeps coming in
1: because it keeps moving out yeah you know but, I, we, we were we were talking about it before we before we hit the air we we have okra in stock i mean people were clamoring for okra last year and we couldn't it wasn't available we couldn't get when we, it and yeah, we did get and it it was later much later was, in it the was season much <laughs> later and now real early in the season we we've got it available so tomatoes, <clears> keep that in orders. mind yeah. I, but the the the, sele- the the selection of peppers that we have right now i was blown away at the at the variety and and everything that's that's out there and there and it's and it's big stuff i mean what part of the problem last year was the stuff they yeah people yeah. wanted it the demand was so high the growers were shipping stuff before it was ready and it was little teeny stuff and now the everything that we have in Everything we have in stock is is really nicely sized and and ready to go. It it's it's pretty pretty amazing. They,
3: I want that they, pepper. I, I
1: think they learned their lesson last year. So
3: I want that pepper we that I was showing you yesterday. That little striped sweet snacker pepper or whatever it was.
1: Oh, what was the name of that?
3: One? I don't know, but it was they were striped, right? The the fruit was 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 it a tiger can, was striped. it can,
1: was it candy cane candy cane can, candy cane pepper. I think yeah. so.
3: Yeah. Anyway, it looks good. I'm going to try some. But I, I got six packs of, you know, how many people have come in and told you, I don't need six, I just need one. Lots. Lots. So I took home three six packs with the intent of potting them into four inch. And I'm going to keep them so I can keep them under the roof for another week and let them get bigger. A year or two. Yeah. At night. Yeah. And then I'll have one or two for me and my neighbors and I have some for mom. And, you know, I will spread my six pack around and guess peppers, what? I but, actually no. This is these are tomatoes. Tomato. So what's tomato? sun gold cherry? Okay, Cherokee purple.
2: Good one. Early girl. Right.
1: Yeah, early bad. girl is probably that is probably my go to tomato. It's such a great it, flavor. It's a it's a great tomato. And it's it's almost foolproof. It, it it's. Yes, it's just a real. It's a really, really good tomato. No, in,
2: in addition to the standards that we, you know, that we typically get like Big Boy and Better Boy and things like that, we have some unique varieties in right now.
1: Oh yes,
6: some
3: very I got strange one. I got a Kellogg's breakfast too. That's a good. That's another. And I remember one. Uh, why do they call it Kellogg's bref- breakfast? But last year, I remember getting an enormous fruit, taking it up on the weekend, slicing it, and having it on a BLT, which is kind of a breakfast sandwich. Or it might have been a late breakfast sandwich, but brunch. It was a very good. It's a it's, it's an a great tomato. tomato. Yeah. They, they don't, don't like have cereal? those six packs only in 4 inch and they look gorgeous. Does
1: it taste like cereal? No. No, no, no
2: you're yeah,
3: not going to like it, it. It tastes, tastes, it tastes, a tastes like a, a little, vegetable. Like I thought that's where he was
1: <laughs> like going or there. something.
4: <laughs> it's like no. Not a
1: fruit
3: loop or anything like that.
2: That's a good one. What so those were the three?
3: <laughs> uh those are the three that I've started with.
2: Some of the some of the varieties that we have that are unique and different were that I thought were
3: Unique and different,
2: uniquely different. Okay, there we go. I'll, Apricot I'll, dream for a tomato. I Apricot have not heard dream. of that. I've never that's heard that's one, of one that we one have either. out there. Uh, Arkansas traveler, which is an yeah. heirloom. Big Zach. I haven't tried Big Zach. Have any of you done that one? No, no, no I, haven't. I haven't tried that one. Blue Beauty, another unique one. <laughs> Berkeley tie dye. Haven't is anyone? Heard of that. I've I haven't.
3: I've tried that. I did it a few years ago. It was quite tasty, and it, I believe it was Berkeley tie dye. Was superior. Well, it was more highly recommended than pink Berkeley tie dye.
1: Is, is it? It's a tie dye. Is it? it, it striped
3: it's striped or, Yeah, it, it has yellow. It has yellow yeah, um, and has green yellow stripes in it. In it. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, another uh, Costaludo Genovese. I took that picture just because I really like that. That tomato. was a very That's good a tomato. I tomato. tomato. I did that in
3: honor of Tony last year. I may have to do a Costaludo again. I,
2: I've done that for many years. Well, one of the things about the heirlooms. They're delicious. They're great. They just don't look good often. So doesn't plants,
1: look good. I, I've so had yes.
2: customers come in and say, I'm looking for some of the ugly tomatoes. I'm looking for the ones that just don't look good. That's a lot of different heirlooms. Sounds
1: so like maybe, the, they're the David Austins of the uh,
3: tomato <laughs> I was going to say they were the Garden Talk radio of – the tomato, the tomato world. world.
2: There we go. <laughs> Sunrise Bumblebee is another unique one I saw out there.
3: It's got a good name.
2: It does. And Mortgage Lifter. Have you done Mortgage Lifter? I have. That's, That's been de- around for a while. It's a yeah. Depression era. There were a couple different varieties that were listed under uh, Mortgage Lifter, and they were said to have helped uh, farmers uh, get their way out of debt during the Depression.
3: Well, isn't it Radiary, Radiator Charlie's Mortgage there, Lifter? There are a couple of them. That's oh, another one. Yeah, okay. They were patented about the same paid time. Off his, his paid off his mortgage. His shop, right. his auto shop.
2: And then the last one that I thought was, was different was one called Health Kick, which has— I've heard of it. It has, um, I think it was 50%, 50% more lycopene than other tomatoes.
3: I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's just a fraction of what we have out there. That, oh, yeah. yeah, it's just
2: a, a, a quick snapshot of some of the things that are different.
3: Okay. Can we agree on something that is similar? Can we agree on Sun Gold Cherry being a fantastic cherry tomato? Yep.
4: I have that. I still have that grown in my backyard right now. It's a good little go snack yeah. pick Sacker. them yes. almost
3: every day. I'll have one. Okay, good. Yeah. I would have too, but it, mine got cold in the fall, and it said, you it said, "Bye bye." Yeah. Um, and we talked a little bit about early girl. I cherry. I think should be tomato. Somebody that people plant every year, of course, in a different spot. And then every every year, people want to know what's the best one. Which one should I plant? Well, we'll give you the recommendations. Plant the ones you like. But plant a couple of extra ones every year. Yeah, try them. Yeah, different. And, and, Try something different. And rotate through to. There's so many different varieties out there, and they're all
1: very good. They Some are, are better good. than others. Yeah, I think my. I've never grown it, but I think my favorite tomato is uh, Campari. And they, those on they, the yeah. They come in the, cl- the clamshells at, um, at Costco. And those are just. But, whoever grows those for, for Costco, those are. Those are outstanding tomatoes. They are really, really See, good.
3: I think an early girl is very similar to that. I Size, agreed. shape, yeah. color, flavor. I, I mean, think
1: early girl is a little bit bigger. but
3: um, That's because yeah. we do a better job growing them than the Campari people do.
2: The commercial
1: yes. growers, right? But, you know, those, they get the, more
2: care and loving at home. Yeah.
1: That, those Campari tomatoes, God, those are, those are fantastic.
3: And there was one year, a couple of years, I've seen Fourth of July out there, which is another very early, small excellent flavored variety it's very similar to early girl but i don't see fourth of july
1: all the time if i do see fourth of july
3: i will grab one
1: yeah i've just never i've never been impressed by heirloom tomatoes but i think Uh, i think it goes back to the they just don't look good they don't look good but the
2: taste is far superior
3: you can't judge a book by its cover mr anderson i know well you shouldn't
1: judge a book by its cover but I get you know maybe or, I just maybe I just need to be a little more diligent in, these in days, trying it don't. out. Well maybe that, we yeah. should circle back to the books thing. We'll do that later if
3: we run I, out I will,
1: of material.
2: I will bring you some good heirlooms this year and you'll change your mind.
1: Yeah, I think it's the I I think it's the I think it's the plants.
2: It's the shape the colors the, are, are, it's, are unique. Yeah, it's and tasty. it's it's and not it,
1: it's not the fruit the it's not the fruit. It's just the, it's the right. plant. So. so
2: you cut off the little squirrely, ugly part, and the rest of it's delicious.
1: Okay.
3: Have you guys done Lemon Boy? Yes. I have not. Yes. And I did have. you? I, I liked it, but I stopped growing it for some reason yeah, years I, ago. Yeah, I grew it
4: one one year. It Was a it, it semi
3: determinate Did it stay small, or did it yeah. continue to? Yeah. I think that's why I gave up on it. It didn't want to continue. Should we talk about
2: determinate versus indeterminate varieties real that's quickly good since we're yeah. here? Yeah. Sure.
3: So... Determinate varieties are good for what?
2: Making sauces. Why? Because you get a bunch of fruit all at once. once. And then? Come, and then the plant's kind of done.
3: It's done. So they grow, bloom fruit all at once. So if you want to harvest Mass, to cook yeah. or something, then you have it all at the same time. Roma is probably the most popular determinant variety. Right. And it kind of makes sense because if you're going to make sauce out of it, you want them all. And indeterminate, what do they do?
2: Well, they grow forever. They just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But they set fruit throughout the season, the growing so season. You have flowers and fruit uh, maturing. Constantly. And, yeah.
3: Which is why Mark still has a sun gold cherry from last year. That is great. Well, you do I, not I, have aroma from last year, do you? I do not. Okay.
2: I've had some, like, I had a Costa Ludo Genovese that lasted five years. Uh, it, in the winter, it just really slowed down. It was on a rock wall, so it had a lot of radiant heat throughout the night. Uh, it still gave me tomatoes through the season. Uh, through the winter, rather, but they were smaller, a little bit thicker skin. But once the spring came and summer, they just started producing again.
3: Yeah, I think that's why I gave up on Lemon Boy, because I think it's determinate or semi-determinate, so it doesn't keep fruiting. And uh, San Diego is semi-determinate. It keeps them shorter. So if you have space constraints, that'll help as well, to get a determinate or semi-determinate variety. That's our educational moment for the day. (laughs)
2: That's it, huh? Yeah,
3: okay, we're done here. Let's go.
2: My work is done. If you want to
1: give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this.
5: to the garden party they all knew my name no one recognized me i didn't look the same but it's all right now i learned my lesson well you see you can't please everyone so you got to please yourself And we're back with more
1: Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We've been talking about uh, spring vegetable gardens. And uh, now is a prime time to start getting some stuff out there. One of the things that people, we've actually had people asking about is uh, the pepper that my dad grew. That my dad grew. Just call it Walter's Walter's pepper. Um, They are they are in production and should be available in about uh 6 weeks you 4 to, yes. four to 6 weeks yeah so they are they Depe- are coming depending on weather yeah so, or not they're ready um <laughs> uh, but the selection of the selection of peppers that we have right now is is tremendous and everything from that we were talking about from like this the sweet uh candy, candy cane ones to the Ridiculous. ridiculously Weaponized yeah, <laughs> ones, you know, the, the weaponized ones. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's there. There's a there's a there's a lot of them. The there's a lot of them available. And actually, some of the plants are actually really nice looking plants too. There was one I can't remember what the name of it was, but I was looking at it yesterday. It's almost the foliage is almost purple.
3: Well, many of the pepper plants make beautiful ornamentals. Their foliage is true, lush and green and lustrous. And then the fruit, like the habanero pepper.
2: Oh, they're gorgeous! That orange
3: wrinkly fruit against Mm -hmm. the green foliage is a beautiful ornamental. As long as you don't touch it and rub your eye, exactly. But it's a beautiful plant, and And some of the reds.
2: Tony had done a little bonsai with that a couple years ago. It looked gorgeous with the with the fruit on it.
3: You know, I do have a pepper right next to where my tomatoes gave up last this last winter because it got too cold. But the pepper's still covered with fruit. It's leaning over. Uh, it was a little hotter than my taste. I remember sitting out trying to have a garage sale during uh, COVID, and just for the record, nobody shows up at a garage sale during COVID, but it was fun to get it all out of the garage. Um, just but I took a bite or... out of the pepper. I didn't know how hot it was, and boy.
4: You learned. It, it
3: knocked me over. Yeah. And it wasn't one of the super hot ones, but we have those too,
1: if that's what you want to do. Well, I re- I remember when the hottest pepper that we had was – habaneros and now that's that's (laughs) That's like a bell sweet pepper right now exactly (laughs) yeah i i remember um it was probably it was probably the first probably the first season that we had habaneros and uh ronnie's son was our truck driver and okay and some we were talking about how hot these peppers were and and he said, "Well, they can't be that hot." <laughs> well, go, go, go. Yeah, go try ahead. Go, go ahead and try it. And so he he picked one that was it was smaller than a quarter. is you know, the diameter of it, and popped, popped it. it in his mouth and ate it. And I think he almost died. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, he, he, he his eyes were watering. He was sweating. He was drink. He, I think he drank three cokes trying to. Yeah, which to.
3: can you imagine filling out the workers' comp paperwork on that? No.
1: No. It was uh, a uh, it was a pepper. It was pretty it was pretty amazing. And I, I remember we were I went to um oh, what was it was it the the Taste of San Diego that they used to do at the zoo every year for their big fundraiser and all the restaurants would come in and they would yeah, set up food yes. stations. Mm-hmm. I, I this was probably 25 years ago. We went and um stopped off uh, Dakota's was there and stopped off at their little spot and they were serving oysters on on a half shell, which I love good oysters. And so I, the guy asked me, he said, do you, he said, do you want to, do you want hot sauce on that? And I said, yeah, I'll put, put some hot sauce on it. <laughs> and I, and I ate the oyster and I was like, Oh my God, what the hell kind of hot sauce is?
0: <laughs> what Oops. kind of,
1: yeah? what kind of hot sauce is that? I said, Oh, it's, it's habanero hot sauce. I'm like, you need to warn people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> This is not your standard hot sauce. This is this is way hotter. Yeah, that so. that could hurt you. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes, it Weaponized can. Weaponized hot sauce. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I, I am actually now motivated to get out there and get a bunch of spring vegetables in tomorrow. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow.
3: Are you going to do it or are you going to take them Oh, no, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, I, I do want everyone to know. George is a doer. That I got three six-packs of tomatoes. And not only did I say I was going to pot them into four-inch pots, I actually did. You actually it. did it. They're all done and labeled.
2: Oh, that's that's even more. Yes, I'm wow. kind of proud of myself. As you well should. Be. It was
3: a it was a big day for me yesterday. After, Momentous. after, yes,
2: after mm-hmm. a full
3: day of work. I hear you. And I had to work with George in the
1: morning. I had an early tedious. start yesterday. I can understand
2: yeah. how. Te- yeah, that was tedious for me as well. Okay.
1: <laughs> all right. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to head up to Fallbrook where Harry is waiting. Good morning, Harry. How are you? Uh,
5: good morning. Um, I have a, a couple questions on tomatoes. Uh, uh, one is disease. I, I didn't hear anything mentioned about disease resistance and also about planting tomatoes at the same uh, spot each year. But before we get into that, um, can we say that determinant tomatoes are... Perennials and indeterminate are annuals.
3: No, we would say the opposite of that. Determinants are annuals because they grow, bloom, and die. Grow, bloom, fruit, and die. And indeterminants will grow, bloom, and fruit and keep going until the weather. I guess we would call them a tender perennial.
2: It's going to depend on
5: your microclimate. Yes. Okay. That yes. That I I switched them around. But okay. That's what I wanted.
3: And rotating the crops and not planting tomatoes in the same place year after year is a very good idea and practice. And there and, are... And,
5: well,
2: with that, that's all solanacea plants, so you don't want to put peppers and eggplants and tomatoes in the same spot year after year, so you want to rotate them.
5: Okay. Uh, now, uh, the reason for that is the disease, but there are tomatoes that uh, uh, are disease-resistant, so doesn't make a difference.
3: Well, I think the rotation of the crop is more because of nematodes than disease. It's more of the the nematodes in the soil will build up and, and destroy their, their roots. And you will know that you have them at the end of the season if you dig up your plant and find fat roots. You'll have knots and nodes and round balls on the roots, and they won't look normal, and it'll shut down your plants prematurely and kill them. So that's the, the primary reason for that. And there are many disease-resistant varieties, and the tags sometimes have the... They used to. But the they letters used to. on them, right, but I don't think yeah. they V, F, N, N, T. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but some of the, the newer, most of the newer hybrids are more disease-resistant. Resistant. resistant.
2: Easy for you to say. Oh, my gosh.
3: All right, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Would you finish that sentence for me, somebody?
2: that the newer varieties tend to have more disease resistant uh, resistance yeah, resistance <laughs> Thank, than thanks. the older heirlooms. Thanks for the help. Here to help. Uh, okay, than well, the well,
3: older well. heirlooms. But if you do have disease problems, keep a a fungicide hap, uh, handy. There are organic fungicides, the copper soap copper. helps with most of the diseases that they'll get, the most of the treatable diseases that they'll get. There are untreatable ones that you, you can't, yeah. um, to, to protect them. And if you start to see blotches on them or spots on the leaves and things like that, I would treat. And a lot of that is caused by cool, wet weather, which we are expecting. So protect them from that.
5: Okay, we're talking about nematodes. Isn't there a biological control for them also? Yeah,
1: yeah, they're a beneficial nematode that you can, that you can treat the soil with.
3: And, Roy, okay. the grower that we uh, see on a weekly basis usually treats his tomatoes with the beneficial nematodes about once a month through the growing season, and, and he's had very good success with that.
5: So if you treat for nematodes and if you get the, the disease-resistant varieties, then can't you plant your tomatoes in the same spot every year?
3: Yes. You can.
5: Okay. I rest my case.
4: Thank you. Well, Thank yeah, you. if that's the case you're making, that's great. You
3: did it. Yeah. <laughs> thanks Thanks yeah, very much sure for you the call, Make sure you amend that Harry. soil
4: and you know, get some nutrient, you
1: know, compost in that soil. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for the call, Harry. Have a great weekend.
2: You know, what, one of the things, though, about overwintering tomatoes is spider mites. In the winter, spider mites are just, they'll yeah. devastate a which, tomato plant.
3: Which is why I swore right. that I would never overwinter them again until they overwinter, and then I don't take them out. Yeah, so
2: you might be able to control some of the disease, but spider mites are would very be. prevalent during the winter months.
3: But That is very true. Yeah. And Go ahead. No, 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 that is very true that uh, that is... If you are going to treat for nematodes on a monthly basis, then you are less apt
1: to need to to rotate the crops. That would be, yes, that would be the case. If you would like to give us a call, 888 344 1170 is the number. Dennis, stay on the line. We are going to be talking to you when we come back from this break. We'll be back with more garden talk right after this.
5: to the garden party they all knew my name but no one recognized me i didn't look the same but it's all right now i learned my lesson well you see you can't please everyone so you have got to please yourself
1: and we're back with more garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Kane Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahadi, and George Allman. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You'd <laughs> think I'd know it by now. Uh, we're going to go up to we're going to go up to Escondido where Dennis is waiting. Good morning, Dennis. Thanks for staying on hold. What can we do for you?
6: Hi there. Uh, this wasn't my original question, but what is a nematode?
3: It's a it's a microscopic worm. Little pin yeah, yeah little that tiny little worm. Hangs out in the soil and damages the roots of your solanaceae, what, what is well, that? Well,
2: yeah, solanaceae, but, well, but there are good, but roots, are good root, and bad.
1: Root crops, too. Yeah, right, yeah, right.
3: Yeah. Okay, so these are root-knot nematodes that are the bad nematodes, and then we have beneficial nematodes that go out and destroy the root-knot root nematodes, which are the bad nematodes. But there are
2: also nematodes that you can use to take care of things like grubs in your soil as well and yeah, other insects, flea, fleas uh, and, flea flea, and things like that.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Paramecium, right? but in a, a nematode? In a nematode. It's a tiny little, it's a microscopic worm. So you can't see it with your naked eye?
6: Correct. No,
1: but you can see the damage that it does. When you, uh-huh. when you okay. pull up an infected plant, the roots look different.
3: And that's how, you, they don't look normal. They're they're knobby and knotted and
1: twisted and... An
2: normal.
3: They're uh-huh. abyn- normal. An
1: normal brain. <laughs> But it, like with uh, with tomatoes, if if you have nematodes, which I ended up with a pretty bad infestation of them, the t- the tomato you put the tomato plants in, they start out they they grow like crazy, and then it's like they hit a brick wall and they just decline they, rapidly. They, they decline right. rapidly, much more rapidly. So you
6: so you should treat even though you don't know
3: you got them. Well, you will know. You could just pre- treat preventively, but. You will know at the end of the season if you rip up your plants and look at the roots. It's obvious um, the difference of the appearance of the roots when you have them. And then some people will let the soil sit fallow for a year and kill off everything in the soil by just letting it go dry and heating it. Um, And you could use the the beneficial nematodes. And then many people, just to avoid it altogether, put in fresh plantings in containers every year and do their tomatoes Uh. in containers.
2: And yet, and, and the third way would be to just to do some crop rotation. Don't put the same type okay. of plants in the same spot.
6: My vote for favorite uh, tomato is Mariana Peace. They're large, they're yes. juicy, and they're the most tasty tomato I've ever eaten.
2: That is a good tomato. I had it a couple of years ago. I was growing it.
4: Do you sell them? Do you sell them there?
2: Uh, we, we
4: have had them. I, I don't know that we have them now. I didn't see. I didn't any see of them him out there right now. Uh, mine, mine was grown by it's a coworker early, who gave
2: me yeah. some from from a seed set that What's he started. It called? Mariana Peace. Mariana Peace. Like the
4: trench
3: with I, the word "piece." Mariana. Yeah,
4: I think okay. we got them from uh, seed growers. You, okay. I mean, yeah. I don't. So years ago, they, I don't know if we had them last year, but uh, we. I think we can get them. But I, well, I mean. Again, the availability changes quite quite every, uh, every week. Yeah, so it's I can't tell you. We, I don't think we have them now, but it is something we most likely can get.
3: <laughs> he says optimistically. Yeah, optim- if you want to call either yeah. of the stores and ask to go on our, our special order list, we can try and find it. And if one of the growers that we get from, we have a, a wide range. We have a lot of different growers that we bring in tomatoes from which is what helps us to have such a great selection. If we can get it, we will, and we'll give you a call when it comes in. Okay, great, on a different subject,
6: I've been telling people that my avocado trees are 70 years old and my wife says, no dear, they were 70 years old when we built our house in 1978. I said, oh, okay, so I've got 120 year old avocados and I've been feeding them 15, 15, 15, and every now and then throw out some zinc. But my concern for them is to keep them looking as nice as possible and alive. What do you suggest?
3: Well, How are they they doing? No, continue doing what you're doing if they're 100 years old. Keep doing what you're doing.
6: Well, um, one of them is missing half of its bark, uh, and another one is looking a little scruffy, but uh, the other three are uh, doing pretty good.
3: If it's missing half of its bark, it probably got dry when the sun was beating on an area that it shouldn't have been beating on, and that portion of the trunk probably got wiped out, and now the rest of the trunk is supporting the whole the whole tree. You might want to whitewash it, which is the... Go ahead, George. What's the whitewash?
2: A, a latex paint. A 50% mix with latex paint.
3: Water-based latex paint. And... You know, the triple 15, there's nothing wrong with triple 15. We usually recommend that you use a grow power or an organic because in addition to feeding the plants, they're feeding and taking care of the soil, which will help you to have a stronger, healthier plant in the long run. So I would consider switching okay. over your fertilizer um, and then make sure during the summer they get enough water.
1: And, okay. And the additional, the additional zinc is not a bad idea, too, because that helps pr- – um, build the oil content in the um, in the fruit. fruit. Yeah,
2: and the grow power all has right, the, the grow good. power avocado and citrus uh, food does have the trace minerals. It has the zinc and the magnesium and manganese that they need.
6: Is that something you have in stock all the time? Yes, yes sir. Okay, very good. Thank you.
1: Okay, thanks for the call. Have a great weekend, Bye. Dennis. Take care. We've thanks. had to beef up. Can we say beef up? I think so.
3: Okay. We have to beef up on our grow powers and all the fertilizers because the demand's been so great. But there's a lot of grow power citrus and all the other types in the store right now. Yep. We were just talking, George and I, yesterday when we were doing the master gardener thing about why grow power or why the organics. Organic. And it's like the grow power soil conditioner, it does such a great job of helping the soil. Uh, and helping feed the beneficial microbes in the soil so that they're breaking down what's there and making it available to your plant. And you keep your soil and your plants mulch. You keep organic matter in there, and you feed and take care of the beneficial organisms with grow powers and organics. And, organics.
2: and you build a healthy soil web.
3: You build a healthy soil web where worms are happy, and they're eating organic matter and making fertilizer. What are they call that? Worm castings. Worm Worm manure. Worm poop. Worm poop. It's great for your plants. And it it helps. You get
2: other other things too. I mean, you get the, even roly polies. I mean, they break down material, organic material and have it into the garden.
3: And as these insects die in the compost or in your organic matter, and as they're pooping in your organic matter, they're feeding the soil and they're breaking down. It's it's a...
2: And you get the fungi underneath there. The whole
1: thing is happening so
3: that you don't have to do as much.
1: Or the, I happened to I happened to see a uh, an article yesterday about sow bugs, and I think a lot of people don't realize they are not insects; they are actually nope. a crustacean. They yep. are more closely related to a, crop, a crawfish or a lobster <laughs> or a shrimp uh, we than start, they are an insect. I did not. Should know we start
3: that. boiling yeah. them? Boiling them and make
1: garlic a... garlic butter? Yeah. Uh, no, I re- <laughs> uh, it was a while back. I read an article about that too, and somebody thought, "Oh, wow, it's a crustacean." They probably. They might taste good, and they don't. Well, so taste some, is sub- so some, taste somebody, is subjective, Mister Anderson. Some, 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 somebody, somebody well, did that don't... experiment, so you don't have to. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah. That's that was very they kind of well, them. their Wait. own time to do
3: that for you. Doesn't that yeah. sound like something I would do? Yes. yes, but I didn't, and I wouldn't. Just mm-hmm. just let. That is where I draw the line.
1: You know, an in- interesting observation. I. I can't remember the last time I saw a sow bug in my yard. I mean, they used to be all prevalent. Over, they were yeah. all over the
2: place. You don't have enough mulch in your garden, or you're using too harsh a May, pesticide to keep. I things wonder like if rats
1: they, eat sowbugs too, or just like snails. they do snails. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I just, I just don't see them. I, they're they're well, just not. Around. You kind
3: of have to get down in the garden, Mister Anderson, before you will see them. So if you're not out working in the garden, maybe, maybe when
1: you prep your vegetable garden, you'll see them. Well, my vegetable garden is usually in containers, so you won't yeah. see them. <laughs> no. Well, check the you, l- drain holes. Lift, six I was going to say, in.
2: lift up the container, look yeah, underneath, underneath at the drains. That's true.
1: Yeah, you know, and they they they're they're an interest they're an interesting in well Eric I was going to or pill they, bugs they, or both the, the they are two different so, things they are.
2: Pillbug and a sow bug, the, the, the bigger, larger, grayish-looking critters versus the smaller, kind yeah, of Yeah, the sow light. bugs,
3: I think, don't fold up completely. They don't completely. roll completely. They're too no. sourish.
2: They're too roly-poly. I did yeah, not they, know. They look like a—they kind
3: of remind me of a 50s car with dark windows. I'm trying to think hmm. of—you would know the name, but it's kind of a low, wide car. They all were. Okay. It reminds me of all 50s cars. <laughs> but the pill bugs, they roll up into the tight little ball. Okay. Right?
1: Okay, but you know they you you have to be careful with them because they will they will go after small seedlings. Too. Oh, they will. Yes, they will. they will. And, and I've, pansies especially.
3: I've seen them yeah. destroy pansies and violas, yep. just yep. gnawing away at yep. the at the stems until they fall over. But if you keep mulch for them, then hopefully they'll stay down and eat your mulch and nothing important. There you go. They are part of well, it's kind of the same principle with staghorn ferns. They mulch themselves. Their base shields disappear into the back and break down. And if the bugs and insects and, and bird droppings and...
2: All accumulate in the back. All
3: accumulate in the back, they kind of feed themselves They're kind of like a natural little compost pile.
2: Their own the, ecosystem. Yeah, an
3: ecosystem. There you go. And the more that you encourage your plants to take care of themselves. Instead of giving your plants a fish, you teach your plants to fish, and you help the soil take care of itself so you don't have to do as much in your garden and it'll have more time to shop at the nursery. How's that? That's it.
0: Good wrap up.
1: (laughs) That's a good wrap. Uh, You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back next week with another hour.
0: Gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show? How to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to expert at WalterAnderson.com. That's ask an expert at WalterAnderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.